This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Comic Book Click at tpublic.com. Visit tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click to get exclusive one-of-a-kind merchandise including shirts, stickers, and phone cases all designed by us. Get your hands on the latest and greatest in comic book merchandise by going to tpublic.com slash user slash comic book click. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. Everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, and it's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by ComicBookClick.com, and as always, I'm never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. I am Dan the Comic Book Man. Dan the Comic Book Man is here in studio, and if you were privy to any of our other previous episodes, you know that this is definitely the Bloodshot episode. This is the episode yep. where we cover Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. Uh, coming out from Valiant Comics, their first swing at the fences when it comes to their own cinematic universe. But unfortunately, unless you've been living under a rock and a rock covered in hand sanitizer and rubber gloves, you know what's going on in the world. COV-19, COV-19, coronavirus. COVID, yep. COVID-19 has paralyzed the entire world. Literally, we're at a standstill. Um... Which is the reason why we're not actually covering Bloodshot this week because we there's actually been news of Bloodshot actually being released digitally. So if that's the case, then we can all watch it together. Yep. <laughs> um, the world is in a panic. Black Widow uh, has been pulled from its release dates. The New Mutants, all kinds of com- comic book conventions. We don't even know what's going on with WrestleMania. They might just WrestleMania postpone until June. Air. And that's with WrestleMania being in the air. Wrestling with comics is in the air. So um, there's been a bunch of, of changes going on with all of your favorite media outlets um, and with us, you know, included as well, because we had to go ahead and change our schedule uh, to try to try to get onto content that you guys have readily available as opposed to, um, you know, covering a movie that literally no one would have seen at this point because yep. everything's been locked down. But let's go ahead and start. Um, I had to pick something to cover <laughs> i had to pick something to cover last minute and i had to pick something to cover that i thought would be pretty easy to read on the first time around um you, uh, oh yeah you don't need any kind of like background you just need general knowledge of the characters yeah background you don't need to read the first like 20 some 30 something issues to understand this this is just like an episode of a tv show 100 percent. this is um this we're covering uh, issues 35 through 39 of the justice league run of the new 52 um, called the Omezo virus. That's the name of the storyline. My biggest thing was um, when I got into comics, uh, as far as like issue to issue, New Fifty Two was where it's at because it they, it was all served up for me. They said you don't have to read past this. This is the beginnings of everything. Yeah. So I read Batman every issue of Batman from issue one all the way to to New Fifty Two ended. So issue one comes out in two thousand eleven. Final issue comes out in two thousand sixteen. Read every issue. Flash every issue. Justice League every issue. Those are my three. Of the new I, 52. Yeah, that I was... I, Flash, because of the show. I had just gotten a, an affinity for the character there. Batman, I've always dug, and I've always known his um, 
mythos. Justice League, I wanted I wanted a clamor for the team. Yep. I didn't have that feeling for the team um, prior to reading the comics. And, uh, you know, Jeff Johns basically, you know, did a lot of big work when it came to this reboot, including doing things like bringing back um, Hal Jordan, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, and he does a lot of good God's work. <laughs> oh, he with, did a, with a lot of heavy lifting, yeah. League. Have you ever seen the movie um, Justice League? I want to say Doom. Oh, it's I've the seen one Doom. one where Apocalypse... No, Darkseid no. shows up. Doom? No, Doom was with... Um... Oh, War, sorry. War. Oh, Justice League War. I've seen Justice yes. League War. That's like the reboot, So right? Justice League War is based on the first volume of this run. I figured so that that was a volume. new 52 movie. Yeah, this is the sixth volume. But um, this that was that was the first volume. So that would be like Origins. the first movie of the DC's extended animated movies, right? Yeah, but like then there's it started a timeline and hairy after that. Yeah, yeah. It started getting kind of hairy. Throne of Atlantis they were doing their own that. Batman movies for years without even wondering where it sat, where it sat in continuity. And now things are a little bit um, a little bit played around with there. Uh, so with this, we have the Amazo virus. There's a bunch of things different that have changed from the comic. Uh, but what what did you think of the story overall? I guess uh, up front. Oh man, this is I love these outbreak stories because it, it feels like like every issue at the end of every issue there's a weight that you're yeah. gonna feel that next issue. Yeah. So like so in, like especially the way issue one ended, and I'm like, oh wait, no, no, I, I have a few, I have like 20 minutes. I gotta read issue 36. I gotta do that, and then it turned into wait, no, I gotta read issue 36. <laughs> yeah. It was just really digestible for me. Um, I I liked all the characters. I really dug Lex's portrayal in this, and we'll talk a little bit about why he is where he is. I think that's a, that's a little bit of importance because I don't know if that was... I think they stated at times where why things were where they were. Um, but you also got to remember that with this reboot, this Superman is meeting this Lex Luthor for the first kind of time. Like, this is... This was for... for I mean, they say at one point that Lex uh, exposed him to the virus, right? Yeah. Um, and he says four years ago. This storyline is four years after the reboot. You know? So this is a brand new so Superman. He just landed. Be, yep. It's all all of that's brand new. He eventually dies. That Superman. But that's a whole other conversation for another uh, time. But let's give our readers some background. And is the the best part about this, honestly, this story is that if you have the DC Universe app, it's there. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, I should have read it on the DC panel, Universe. I was app. reading it panel to panel. Um, oh, amazing, awesome. I'll see if I can um sometime this week put up a tutorial about how to you know look up these comics. But we're hoping um with this. Weird, unsure time, this uneasy time. We're hoping to cover uh, properties that are easily accessible. So I'm going to be looking to Netflix. I'm going to be looking to Hulu, other streaming services, looking to um, the DC Universe app for the comics. I want you guys, if you guys are home, to still be able to enjoy and embark on these conversations with us. This is the only thing well, that's going to keep still, us sane. We still so. haven't even put Stumptown into the mix of a conversation for comics. I know Yogi yeah. stated that Stumptown was a graphic novel. Yeah. Lock and Key we still have coming right, up. Lock and Key that, still up. Yeah. And I think they're even renewed for a second season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so. Lock and Key um, is something readily available on Netflix that we're saying we're going to cover um, and then everything else is basically on hold you know Flash Halted Production um, Doom Patrol Halted Patrol that broke my heart yeah Halted that one production. hurt um, I, I think a lot of things were getting I mean think about it a lot of things were getting ready to be released for the summer which that means that the boys is, might be end up being halted for production because they were already renewed for a second season yeah. they might start I fil- gotta see when they finish that season um, because I think Doom Patrol might have might have been coming out first um, which means that for some reason I think they shot that later. <laughs> I don't know why, but 
I, I, because I haven't heard any word on the boys yet. I hope Amazon locked that yeah, all up. Yeah, same for uh, Umbrella Academy. I don't even know. I yeah, we know haven't we... heard anything on that, so maybe it's a wrap. Hopefully, it's as close as it got to get. Who knows? Um, but let me give you guys some background on this, uh, on certain parts of this comic, certain characters and stuff like that. So first thing I want to talk about is Amazo. If you've ever seen the Justice League animated cartoon, there's oh, a three-part I series called Amazo. Tabula Rasa, which meant, um, which means clean slates. Um, meaning that Amazo starts off as this android that is basically an empty shell and uh, using its power since I remember that three-part Justice League episode. I think it was like a, like, had like a childlike mind, didn't understand what was going on. But... And he could cultivate the characters around him. Like uh, if he fights a hawk girl, he shows up with the mace. The mace shows up, the wings he come Superman, out. Superman, he had the S on his chest. Yeah. yeah. They, um, this character also debuted in, not debuted, but showed up in the Arrowverse during the Elseworlds crossover. Um, and they were doing the symbols on the chest there as well. Um, but Amazo is a supervillain android appearing in DC Comics. Uh, first appeared in Brave and the Bold number 30 in 1960. That was, what, 50, 60 years ago. Wow. About 60 years ago. That's a long ass time. Yep. Um, it was created by Garner Fox and Mike Sikowski for DC Comics, like I said. And he debuted in the Silver Age of comic books. Uh, Amazo is an advanced android built using Professor Ivo's absorption cell technology. Capable of absorbing any and all natural skills and special abilities of an individual, he gets close enough to. Whether the source is alien, super-powered, or a non-powered flesh and blood, such as the strength of Superman, speed of Flash, or the deductive intellect of Batman. So he can mimic Batman's intelligence? I guess. That That's seems pretty very, weird. That seems very... Not hard to do, but... Um, like, how, how how do you know from the beginning somebody's intelligence? But, I mean, maybe that's... Yeah, what I, 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 I don't see that happening. Because if I, I remember correctly, in the TV show, he couldn't emulate Batman in that fight. Ah. Because it was... I remember, it was a three-part fight, and there was this one big fight that was, like, on top of a rooftop. And he... Yeah. Amazo was putting the work on everybody, yeah. but he couldn't fight Batman because you can't. He was like a gold, a weird gold. He was like a big weird gold machine. Gold machine, yeah. Um, so yeah, he and we. It got to a point where he can do multiple at the same time. So like, the wings of Hawk Girl, and then the the frost. I mean, the the laser vision of Superman, and something else of Wonder Woman, her speed or something. Um, so that was my Amazo, my little Amazo rant, so that you can understand why this power um, absorption thing, you know, plays a part later on. Another thing I wanted to talk about was Flashpoint, because that's how we get here to New 52. So in September 2011, the New 52 rebooted DC's whole continuity. There was them telling everybody that we're going to tell you the stories of all these heroes as if you've never heard them for the first time. And we this way they get to omit what they don't like and keep what they do. Um, so when this happened... When when we first see Amazo, uh, we find out that he, you know, he was ma- mainly had to do with like Victor Stone and Cyborg and an a maze operating system and stuff. But um, during the Forever Evil storyline, Amazo appears as a member of the Crime Syndicate of America's Secret Society of Supervillains. So Forever Evil um, is an event in which the Justice League from Earth 3 shows up randomly in on our Earth. They have Dick Grayson um, uh, hostage, <laughs> and all of the Justice League is disposed of, basically. They're like putting like a pocket dimension or something like that. Oh, Jesus. So there's no heroes on Earth. Um, and 
ultimately what ends up happening is Lex decides that no one's going to screw with Earth while he's around. And he kind of sort of saves the day. Uh, Alexander Joseph Luther, supervillain created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Uh, Lex Luther originally appeared in Action Comics number 23, 1940. So that's what? It's 80 years ago. Man, somebody got it. Why ain't nobody celebrating Lex Luthor's 80th? <laughs> well, April's around the corner. We could always do yeah, a Lex Luthor retrospective. Lex month. Yo, we could do a Lex Luthor retrospective. I'll be down for that. Lex criminals. I like it. So, uh, yeah. So originally he was a mad scientist. Um, and then he eventually evolved. Now he's more of, of a, like a wealthy, powered, mad business person, an engineer, a philanthropist, etc. Yeah, I guess that's just the whole comic book nature of how it originally came out. All everybody was mad scientist. Everyone was a mad scientist. Um, if Batman's you're evil, first, you're an ad, mad scientist. Batman's first um, uh, super villain is Hugo Strange, which is basically a mad scientist. Um, Shazam has Doctor Savannah, who's basically a mad scientist. So in those early days, 1930s and 40s, science. Woo! If you were, if you had a doctorate, you were an science. evil. Yep, Doctor Doom. Yeah, you see, like, you don't want doctorates uh, are evil, I guess. There was something another comic we were tackling one day where I had asked that question: like, is is the are comics trying to do a shorthand of like the closer you are to science, the further you are f- to faith and hope and things like that because you become pragmatic. When it comes to the numbers, I think so because guys like Doctor House, he doesn't see humans as humans. He sees them as like little puzzle pieces that he knows what the picture looks like. He just needs to put it together. I think that's most. They try to say doctors are like they're scientists are like that. Like yeah, you're right. They're, they're removed. They're, they're, they're very dissociative from humans. Like if it doesn't function in chemistry, then I have no reason to learn about it. Look at guys like Walter White. Yeah, just the morality is removed. Um, the the, the only thing about I mean the big thing about Lex Luthor is that he has a very public face. You know, he has Lex Corp. Everyone knows he's that does Lex Corp. And for the most part, even though he's always coming up with schemes to destroy Superman, um, he his public face is to protect the Earth. It's always been um, his aversion to Superman is more so he thinks that America or sorry, society is going to get lazy and lean on an alien. And when that moment that the alien decides he doesn't want to play with us anymore, what are we going to do as a society? And so he asks that question. Can you imagine being a, a well-known public figure but a villain? Right. Like, he doesn't hide behind the mask. He no. doesn't. He, everyone knows. Everyone knows Lex he just Luthor happens is... to keep his hands very, very clean. Yeah. Um, and with, you know, with this situation here, there's been many uh, stories that have, you know, expressed the same thing. That Lex Luthor would be the Superman, you know, like the most super of us. Yeah. With his intelligence and what he's been able to do in industry and engineering. Um, and so he like he goes to the top of peak humanity, but then Superman shows up. And Superman's way above that. That's the problem between Lex and Lex and Superman is like with Lex Luthor, it's like no matter how far I climb, you will always be hovering above me. Even if by inches, yeah. you will still always be hovering above he me. No matter what it. I can do. Your birth, no, it's not even his birth because it's it's always been stated Superman on Krypton would just be a normal person, right? Yeah, yeah. It's our it's red sun the, and our atmosphere. No, the other way around, our yellow sun. Our, they well, have a uh, Krypton has a red sun. Okay, so we have a yellow. So our yellow yeah. sun and our atmosphere is what gives him the ability to fly and absorb the way he absorbs. Yeah, if you can mimic the red sun from Krypton, you you basically depower him because, or just fight him at night when there is no sun. Or just fight him at night. Oh, but he's um, he has cell absorption. Jesus Christ, he can't even fight him at night. I'm telling you, he's Superman. Uh, So Lex plays a big part 
and he's one of the protagonists of the Forever Evil storyline that I was talking about. Is that why they had that line? Was like, oh, are you, Lex, are you sure this isn't some kind of play employ just so you can come in and save the day? You're right. So um, he created his own little group of people in uh, called the Injustice League. Black Adam, Sinestro, Captain Cold, uh, Bizarro, or B-Zero, uh, Deathstroke, Manta, and Catwoman. And they basically end up saving the day. And so in January 2014, Jeff Johns announced that Lex Luthor and Captain Cold will be joining the Justice League. Big, big, big stuff. Um, in the wake of the crime syndicate's invasion, public opinion of Lex Luthor was incredibly favorable. And he decided that he liked it. And he decides to try his hand as superheroing. What's funny is... Is this from, why Captain Cold is a good guy and yeah. Legends of Tomorrow and all that stuff? Well, Captain Cold... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what, why he got that. Because... Um, the rogues have always been shown to be um, villains, but with a weird code. Oh, yeah. They don't uh, want humans to die. They don't want their earth to be blown yeah, up. They're and, not and here for that. Constantly, the rogues will show up to defend Central City uh, if there's a threat big enough. Because it's like, you know, yeah, we don't like the Flash, but we don't well, want Well, yeah. Even Captain Cold either. said it in, I think, like issue like 38. He told, he told Wonder Woman. He's like, you know, I have family down there i got friends down there contrary to popular belief i i don't want humans <laughs> yeah, to extinct want, like right. i don't want that to happen like there's a moment um in forever evil where there's evil versions of everyone so there's an evil version of flash just killing people just flashing around and killing people oh running through them like a train yeah and he goes to go do something and cold freezes his leg and then snaps it shatters it <laughs> And like that's the beginning of like you know what I, I'm re- I'm I'm fighting them too, <laughs> and so Manta fights them because there's no Aquaman, and with no Aquaman there's like no reason to live because <laughs> that's the only reason like he has this blood feud with Aquaman. So the fact that Aquaman is gone like I, once Aquaman is gone they, the trident falls, and like he's like get away it's mine <laughs> he grabs it but it's, it's like now what you know like uh so. Now we have Lex Luthor in the Justice League. And I, I read the couple pages prior to this story. And it's interesting as hell because it's the Trinity. It's it's Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. And they're sitting around. And they're talking about whether or not they could trust Lex Luthor. And Superman basically says, the only way we can trust him is if we keep him where we can see him. And then says, all right, Lex Luthor, welcome to the Justice League. So how did you feel when this comic opens up and we have this big Wayne Industries, Lex Luthor... Uh, partnership going on. I felt like the dialogue was kind of foreshadowing this outbreak because yeah. it was just starting with the, you know, like, what would you do if, what would I do? And it's like that whole question of like, can Superman do the, everything? Yeah. And when they can't do everything, what do you do and stuff? It's like, damn. There's a lot of talk about like, like the capabilities of those with and without powers. And there's a lot said about, um, well, just because you're not super doesn't mean you don't... I mean, just because you don't have powers don't mean you're not powerful. I mean, you can still... You still can't do things. Even in my limited whatever, you know, I'm able to do... I mean, do. The, DC's greatest supervillain was a president in their continuity. Like, yeah. at this point, you don't have to have powers to be powerful. No. Um, Were you buying this early on? Were you... 100%. Yeah. You know, because what, what the thing about Lex Luthor for me... Well, I love how, like, he's complicated. It's yes. literally I, a complicated yeah, freaking character. Because... Oftentimes, he's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. But it's like, or, but they're still it, the right things. It, sometimes it's for the right reasons, but but most of the time, there's still something selfish going on in the oh, background. Oh, oh always. There's still, even if every facet of it looks 
Like it's real. One of my favorite be panels a little bit of it of was him, him and his sister, himself. where she's like, listen, I used to watch you lie to dad where you were going to the science fair. So I know when you're lying. So stop lying to me and tell me what this virus is for. I'm like, yo, these are real. This is great. Yeah. And he's, and you know me, I'm, I'm all about confrontation. Like that's, that's to me, I've always said the best moments in media are in confrontation because that's when people tell them people what they, how they really feel. Right. So we have this whole thing, right? Lex Luthor holding a press conference and he announces that he joined partnership with Bruce Wayne, Lex Corp and Wayne Enterprises are going to help save the world, Gotham City and Metropolis. Uh, Justice League is in attendance in disguise and uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, you know, they watch the proceedings and stuff. And everyone knows that this is all, all the Justice Leaguers know that this is all a ruse so that Batman could look through Lex's stuff and make sure that his hands aren't dirty. Look, look underneath his fingernails. Um, I like that they have that moment where Lex does this whole, like this really powerful speech. And then um, they're like, wow, man, Lex has a talent. And then Bruce is like, my parents were. <laughs> my no, parents were. Yeah, he's like, you know, my parents, they're dead. And I just want to make them proud. <laughs> and everyone claps. And Diana's like, yeah, he's good. But, and then Lex is like, oh, the dead parents thing. And he's like, yep, I miss him every day. He's like, yep, I'm sure you do. <laughs> No, this was great, right? But I feel like Jeff Johns knows their chemistry. He understands the chemistry between these characters, and it's not going to fault. Like, I love Tom King, but I felt like if Tom King would have taken over something like this, everyone would have just died. There is no, there is no cure. Lex realizes by issue thirty nine. Damn it, it. we have to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We have to live like this. Like now, now half the billions are infected, and only Lex can do it. Now there's going to be this whole new arc. It would have been so depressing and crazy. This. For a depressing subject matter, it was fun. Yeah, it felt like a. It felt like I would give this to my eight year old to read. Yeah, I can't give. But I think what helped everything. with that is that there wasn't like this weird, shadowy figure trying to end the world. That's usually what it is. Oh all no, the no time. yeah, this was legit. There's no really. Together. There's no real villain. It's a. It's a. It's a pathogen. So there's no real, you know, person out there trying to do all this stuff. Uh, which I thought was interesting. I mean, if you really want to go into like like uh, uh, philosophical theories, it's a domino effect of whoever tried killing Lex Luthor. Because I don't even know who that person. Oh, I, have, well, I want to continue I, reading. I have to. Yeah. Well, there's a weird thing, right, where someone picks up a gun because uh, Neuron's about to say something. I'm like, are they gonna kill that man? That's what it looked like. I I, I have to I have to to finish that. Um, I died when when Bruce is like, I need to see where you made Bizarro. And he shows him where he made Bizarro. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about making another one. Isn't that what you do with your Robins? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like one falls, you put another one on. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, we getting, we getting here with it. But I'm like, you know, Lex has been dying. He's been dying. He's, he's deduced that it's Batman. So he's been, that Bruce is Batman. He's been dying to just give him all these cheap shots and all this kind of stuff, you know? And they're very much alike. Oh, they! I feel like both their intelligence is on the same level. It's just that Batman, no, Bruce knows. Listen, if I really wanted to, I could outsmart you any day of the week. I'm just gonna let you. I don't think he'd out ruthless him though. Nah, but and no. So but you want to know why Batman of... wouldn't out ruthless him? Because he yeah. knows he could, and he wouldn't allow himself to cross that line. It's the killing. It's the killing code. Batman knows he can kill. Batman knows he can do what he truly wants to do. But if he lets himself cross that line, there's no going back. Yeah. Once you get that taste, you can't untaste it. So, but yeah, I can't believe that. Um, what's it called? Let's let's keep this going because I want to yeah. keep talking about this. Well, basically, 
um, they do a lot of little, you know, they're throwing each other a bunch of barbs. And then he's like, yeah, by the way, I want to see your secret lab. He's like, what do you mean secret lab? And he's like, you got, a, you got a secret so, lab. No, but see, that, that's why I know Batman might be smarter than Lex without needing to put the work into it. Because he's like, I want to see your secret lab. What? How do you know about that? He smiles and says, I guessed. Come, that's awesome. What do you, I, here's a, a question. I'll spark a little bit of a discussion. What do you think about um, certain members of the Justice League's willingness and some people's unwillingness to um, trust Luther in this situation? I mean, it's... I is, is Bruce wrong for having constant doubt? Is Diana better for well, trying I, to take him at face value? I guess it can go from... Being one is pragmatic, the other one is hopeful. You know, yeah. only love can save the world and all of that stuff. So maybe Diana has that jazz. She has to. F- Someone like Diana needs to believe. Just because you are bad doesn't mean you're all bad. You can reform. The record, the record Ralph, and it's the syndrome. same. <laughs> and it's the same thing with with, with Superman. It's, there's not going to be one super fan in the world that's going to tell me that Clark. He's a bit. He's a bit much in this though, because he. This is New Fifty Two Superman. This so he's is a little New Fifty Two Superman. He's a little so. bit more edgy Superman. At one point, he. What did he? The uh, lasers. His oh, hand he lands his blood. hand for a blood sample. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Supes, you get a little bit too uh, gross. Batman's here. all about the planning. He needs. To, I love that. He needs to have a suit. plan. Oh my god! Yes, the Batman suit. That the hazbat. The hazbat suit? Hazbat. And he's like, hazbat? He's like, yeah, Robin named it for me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Robin <laughs> named it. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it. Uh, so let's see. Um, yeah, so he asks to go to the secret lab. They open the door and his sister's there. Uh, Lena Luther, who people might remember that name if they have been watching Supergirl because she's actually in there as well. Um, Lena's, uh, I, I, we can just gloss over the whole Lena thing. Um, Lex gives Bruce permission to look at anything in his private lab without restriction, promising he has nothing to hide. Outside, Aquaman spots a man on a nearby rooftop wearing some kind of armor. The man leaps off the ledge. Superman flies to catch him, but the man explodes, knocking Superman to the ground. The explosion rocks the interior of LexCorp as well, and Lena is caught in the blast. Bruce and Lex run to her side, and though she's alive, the, explo- the explosive man has found his way into the lab. And his intent to kill Lex. Luther makes a run for it, warning Bruce to get Lena to safety. Lex, meanwhile, attempts to access his war suit when the assassin's attack breaches one of the nearby storage units, and Lex realizes with horror uh, that the Amazo virus is about to spread through Metropolis. And it's one of those things. Oh my God! Oh my God! It's 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 like escaped. Lex. What was behind it? Yeah. Yo, that. Oh my- God. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about with the every issue just ends with a I have to pick up the next one because all you see is him saying, No, 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 no. Oh God. Oh God, it's out. And just Bruce is in the background with his sister, like, what was behind that door? Like, yeah. It's like, no, 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 wait, no. And then And bam. the start of the start of every next issue is like heavy because Oh yeah. There's usually some time passing and so usually there's been big big effects of this disease on the world. So uh, Metropolis ends up being under quarantine and most of its citizens are evacuated. In the aftermath of the infection, many criminals are taking the opportunity to loot buildings and stuff, even though they might get infected. Three of these infected men show up and they're discovered by Batman and Superman. Unfortunately, one of the side effects of the virus is humans develop metahuman powers. Though they are prepared, the thugs' transformation come as a surprise and two of them die before the third goes into a stage into stage three of the infection. And Batman is able to resuscitate him. 
The encounter leaves Batman with a cracked visor, and Superman warns that he can't keep coming to Metropolis like this if he puts himself at risk of infection as well. Batman insists that he is needed because Patient Zero is still somewhere in Metropolis. I think the idea of Batman being in this and Batman being in the like on the front lines of this is supposed to illustrate that whole difference of like what can you do? Yeah. Theoretically, Batman is as susceptible as any other human in this. Oh, he's scenario. legit a human, and they have even had conversations with I think Lex and or who was it? Lex and Batman that were having a conversation later. He's like, "Listen, me and you, we're the only humans here." Like, yeah, yeah. There was a conversation where, like, but oh, Lex was like, you, "We should like be looking out for ourselves because you never know when these crazy people are gonna yada yada yada." Uh, so, but 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 Bruce was like, "Nah, <laughs> like I'm not trying to be friends with you." Um, so. Yeah, things are getting crazy because Lex Luthor from his lab reports grimly that those affected, including the Justice Leaguers, will, will die within 24 hours. When the woman reveals that she's unaware that the virus originated in Lex, that she was aware that the virus originated in Lex's lab, though Lex reminds her it only escaped because someone broke into the lab and tried to kill him. I was on his side with that. I was totally on his side with that. No, it was, <laughs> I was like, 100%. it is it is something incredibly dangerous. But it only it got was access underground because, and in because they facility. tried to kill him. You know, yeah. he didn't know they were going to. I want to assume that he didn't know they were going to try to kill and him. And he, so. he even he's even like has been scared of what this virus does throughout. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I had no intentions for. He says it with his own words. I had no intentions for this. Yeah, he I had no intentions. Up by Superman at one point. He's like, he's like I don't bro, even. I'm not. I get how this looks, but this is not what I was trying to do. Straight up. Straight up, he wasn't. He didn't even expect this to. He didn't expect this to affect humans the way it did. Right. Because his in his mind, this was never meant for humans. Right. So for it to break out like that, oh, he man. was finding out for the first time a bunch of that stuff. A lot of the things he he was even saying it though. A lot of those things like I don't know what's gonna happen, but we're gonna figure out in like twelve hours. So. So more than five hundred and twenty people have been affected since the outbreak, and the majority have been placed in induced comas for treatment. Lex admits openly that he created the Amazovirus based on the same principles as Anthony Ivo, Amazo's android. As Anthony Ivo's Amazo android. <laughs> it was designed to suppress metahuman abilities, particularly those of metahuman criminals. The White House rejected the controversial and untested virus when he presented it, so it was shelved. It only affects humans, but several of the Justice League members are humans. Only one the woman and Superman are not. The, league's become, the League becomes infected trying to quarantine the sick, and while the virus suppresses abilities in metahumans like in the League, it has an unexpected effect on normal humans, having apparently mutated since it infected Patient Zero. That's always in like every outbreak movie story. There's always a Patient Zero. It's always a, this virus wasn't as bad until it affected the first human, and then he spread it, and this spread it, and it's like, well, how bad could it have not been the first time? Well, I love that they give like a kind of a, I want to, you can't, you can't say gory description, but like, you know, detailed description of what happens when you have this thing, right? So, oh yeah, no, they were saying like what happens, like stage one, stage two, yeah, stage so three. In, in stage one, uh, the victim uh, gets flu-like symptoms. Well, I think we're all at that phase right now with <laughs> this quarantine. Um, stage two, they develop a metahuman power at random, which is hella dangerous. Um, and then in stage three, their cells of their body begin to break down and they die. They also like spew up like black liquid. Yeah, in but their also spoiler, it's not just random either. What, the powers? 
Yeah, the meta oh, human. Yeah. Pa- it's not random. Yeah, they say some sort of metaphysical. It's a psychological thing. Psychological, yeah, thing. Yeah, cause I was like, is he doing the canary cry? But we'll get there. <laughs> uh, so the only way for Lex to develop a vaccine and a cure would be to find the first person that got, you know, got got patient zero. Superman and Batman discover Patient Zero's location. Steve warns Wonder Woman that the outbreak is beginning to spread across the East Coast towards the Midwest and urges his superiors to trust in Luther to find a cure. Meanwhile, the man who wants Luther dead hires yet another assassin to see him killed. Yeah, I don't know who Bullet is. Me either. When he said Bullet, I'm like, is that like a code name? We'll find out later who it is. But we didn't. It It was just a guy dressed like a giant bullet. Yeah, did you have any uh, predictions or kind of like, uh, what do they call it, hunches while, while this is going on? For who who's hiring, who wants Lex dead? Yeah. Well, I'm doing all my, my theorizing right now in my head while you're talking. And, oh man, I wouldn't even know. Like, if we were to go, if we were to go by Back to the Future rules, it can't be a future Lex trying to kill his younger self. Unless it is a future Lex that did something so horrible, so terrible... He needs to go back and kill himself <laughs> to stop it from ever happening. But then... I can't find this bullet person anywhere online. Yeah, but um, that's weird. <laughs> it might be a girl. It might be his. It might be his sister. Could oh. be. Could be a future sister. Could be a future Batman. I, I'm. I'm more towards the, the. It has to be someone from the future coming back in time. I don't know why. I just feel like that would be cool. <laughs> it would. It just be cool to me if that's the first thing I can think of. Then it's got to be something cool. But other than that, yeah, I totally. I can't find who that is. But yeah, I can't remember, to be honest, uh, who it is. I might have to go back and Fellow clickers, if you know who this uh, Mr. Man is. Tell me man who's bullet. trying to kill Lex Luthor, people. Tell me. We just need to know. Just as the CDC keeps live samples of eradicated diseases like smallpox in secure locations, Lex Luthor had thought his lab was secure and kept the Amazo virus there. He did not anticipate that it would be released and threaten the lives of thousands, but here we are. In Metropolis, Batman and Superman. Uh, have cornered patient zero in the epidemic. A pathologist, a patheol, a pathologist, pathologist. I'm adding too many O's, right? Way yep. too many O's. A pathologist named Armin Icarus. Isn't that funny? Because Icarus was the kid that flew too close to the sun in With the Christian wings. stories. Yep, the wax wings. Yeah, his wax wings. It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, a sample of his blood will be needed if there's a chance of developing a vaccine. When he blasts them with Superman's own heat vision, Batman worries that Icarus may be able to do anything through mimicry, just like the Amazo android, but organic. As Icarus escapes them, Superman warns that he's able to see the virus in the air, which I thought that was pretty cool. I wish they would have shown that. The art in this was amazing, by the way. Really, really good art. Oh, yeah. It was Every time I show one of them, I'm like, damn, girl. Damn, Wonder Woman. She she had a couple of smiles in her on some There's of these pages. There's one where she just stands there with the sword, and she like, walks in, and she's like, talking to Lex, and I'm like, well, see, that's why I loved how it op- when when uh, issue thirty five opened up, you see like um, Victor Stone is holding like a bad guy by the throat on top of a car next to Shazam, oh, yeah, like... but a bunch of little girls and boys are like by Wonder Woman, and Vic's like they love her, they always love her. It's like and Shazam's like, well, what do you expect? You know, she's Wonder Woman. Of course, they're gonna love her. It's There's like... also a moment where like I think Superman and Flash are all about getting these kids ice cream, and um, Jessica Cruz, who's a Green Lantern, it's like what now? She's Power Ring, right? Yeah. Which Power Ring is the name? Power Ring, yeah, is the name of the Green Lantern from Earth Three, the evil Green Lantern. Unlike the actual regular Green Lantern ring, which works on willpower, 
this one discourages you. What? It actively discourages you. How do you just point your fist and discourage somebody? No, it discourages you while you wear it. You can hear the ring talking to you while you wear it. Is that like from Justice League Doom? When um, there's how- a new, there's actually a new. Um, she's in a new. It's I think she's in Justice League versus the Fatal Five. I don't know if they've can't conquered this yet, but it's only the power, the the Earth Three power ring, and it also corrupts you. Like it, the green will will like gangrene. Yeah, you're you'll start to like decompose, and you can't take the ring off because it's too powerful. And it's a lot. So you put the ring of... on, and you want to use your willpower to make, let's say, a giant race car. The ring and it will, will tell, tell you you, you suck. You suck. You can't make a giant race car. Piece of shit episode why from Bojack yeah. Horseman. It's why, the... why are you wow. trying? You idiot. All that kind of stuff. Right. It's like, are you really going to get in that car? Is that what you want? You're going to use your ring for a car of when all he, things? When like, he wow. dies, when Power Ring dies, the ring does the same thing that the other ring does. And it finds, finds Jessica Finds a Cruz. new host. It finds Jessica Cruz. And she's able to use the majority of its power like a regular Green Lantern ring. But ultimately, it is the evil bad Green Lantern ring. Um, and... That's... They just they get rid of it and they give her a regular green okay, lantern ring say, and then she becomes a regular green lantern and so it's kind of messed up. All, all is fine. This but poor it, girl. But it was no. But it was a it was a cool story of like what does the Justice League do with this person who's had this power lay on their lap, you know, Wait, without even evil, asking for and it. And it's an evil power. It's 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 primarily an evil power. So, um, uh, back at Lex's lab. Neutron, the assassin, was exposed to the virus, and like all other metahumans, the virus has negated his abilities, and without his abilities to direct radiation, to redirect radiation, his body is now suffering from residual radiation poisoning and cancer metastasis. Metastasis. Yeah, so when he was describing it, I'm like, oh yeah, he's just getting cancer. Yeah, that's he's just, got, I was having totally, Deadpool 2 He's just totally just getting cancer. Cancer's coming back. Um, which I was like, damn, this is, this is no way to die. No, that no. And it is one, no way to die. He but just two- said, he just said all oh, the tumors are just going to double and triple in size. And yeah. Die. That was the worst part and about like, it. Oh my God. Fate worse than death. Um, is there truly a fate worse than death? Shouldn't death be the worst thing you could ever, cause you can't come back from death. Yeah. But it's like, if me and you, if me and you were both going to get hit by a car, you push me out of the way, you die. And then I have a bunch of debilitating cancers. Oh, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's like... That might have been a fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> at that point, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have took the car. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, Lena... The rest of the Justice League is still sick. Lena's like, why did you create something like this? And Lex is like, there's a bunch of metahuman criminals in the world. And they yeah. kill and million, hundreds of people all the time. We don't really have jails to, to, to house them. We don't have uh, cops that can arrest them. Oh, I love these. Like, they break out in three months at a regular prison, one month at Arkham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us how you really feel. Hey, listen. So, you know, he, he again, whenever Lex sees any kind of threat, he likes to arm himself for it. And in this case, he's created some sort of serum. Um, he swore to find a way to neutralize these crazy and dangerous metahumans and began searching for a means to block metahuman abilities and the mesovirus was designed to temporarily do that. Lena reminds him uh, that, hello, I'm your sister, I know when you're lying, and he chooses not to answer, kisses her on the forehead and comments that the important thing is that he can create a cure. I love the hit, like, every time he's asked about this virus until the end, there's always something different. 
Yeah. Oh, this was this was just a, a cure for uh, metahumans. Now it's a suppressant for metahumans. He, he a... very much felt like a child who his parents walked in on him. Yeah. Doing anything that he's not supposed to be doing. I'm not doing a that lot of backtracking. A lot of well, the real reason why I'm doing it, you know, you can't get mad <laughs> because you know I had a good reason. And I would have loved for this to be for this virus to have been the idea of like uh, a lethal injection for metahumans. Like, All how right. would you put like if you want to put a metahuman to death and you don't. You have the virus now. But then again, it's comics. You don't really... There's never really been, you know, they in The Flash, they used to put him in the pipeline, but that's just like some weird jail underground that no one knows about. In, in Arrow, they used to send him onto the Lian Yu. They built a prison over there. So, like, no one really has a, a de facto way to rehabilitate these metahumans. You either kill them, take their powers, or stick, stick them in some weird illegal jail. I mean, at least, you know, the Avengers decided to make a prison in another alternate reality universe, to, uh, Negative Zone. Oh, the, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot so at least they put them in somewhere they can't escape from. I mean, I'm pretty sure they put people in the Phantom Zone. I'm, I, I, I'm not even thinking about that. Oh, I, that was I, another reason yeah. that he said, he's like, oh, this is so, uh, in case the uh, Zod and his two cronies come back from the Phantom Zone, well, I have he a way initially, to stop. He initially says that, like, he has tons of equipment that can replicate the Red Sun. He has he's been synthesizing and trying out all different shades and colors of kryptonite. Um, he's been and he's like saying all this stuff. And then when Batman looks at him, he goes, "You know, just in case the Phantom Zone opens up, <laughs> that's that's the only reason why I'm doing this. Like just, just in, case, in case the Phantom Zone opens up. Like know? I have a whole bunch of I have enough stuff to kill an army of Kryptonians. You know, just in case. That's just, basically just what he does. And Batman's like, yeah, all right. Um. Batman and Superman follow Icarus' trail back to LexCorp, and Clark still wonders if uh, Icarus is cognizant. Like, does he still have his mental faculties? Because he worked for LexCorp, and he seems to be walk- walking back into that direction. Um, Icarus gets the jump on them, but fortunately, Wonder Woman intervenes, wrapping her last little truth around him. She demands to know how he got sick, but he claims he is not sick. Meanwhile, Captain Cold notes that Lex seeming um, seems genuine concerning for the well-being of the league, and Lex reminds him, I like this part, that it would not be good for him to be seen as the one who, whose designed virus killed the Justice League. Which makes a lot of sense. Again, um, it's funny that he could get what he's always wanted, but this was not the, again, like we said, this is not the way, this is not what he was trying to do, this was not the path that he well, wanted it was to like take. That, it was like an X-Men last stand. You know, like when um when Pyro makes that comment, oh, I could have killed the professor if you would have just given me the chance. And he and uh, Magneto stops and was like, that man did more for mutant kind than you would ever understand. Like, you know, I, yeah, I want think this to happen a certain way, but once... There was it, a level of that. Yeah, like Captain Cole, like, what? what the hell? And the Justice League are dead. Like, whatever. And he's like... But not like not, this. Yeah, yeah not this like this. Not, this is not the way I want to no do one, it. No That's what I love about villains in comic books. Because oftentimes... They're villains through trauma. Like you say, the difference between a hero and a villain is how they handle trauma. Most of the times, these villains are ones that couldn't process trauma, right? But they still have that moral code within them. Yeah. Magneto hates humans, but he doesn't hate people. Right. You know, mutants are still people to him, so he still has that moral code of we need to look out for each other. There's still a a brotherhood there, so... Yeah, and what, what would the world do if the entire Justice League were to die? Lex Luthor would just be arrested. All the goodwill that he did for Ferrari will be the out the The worst part is, once the Justice League are gone, what's going to stop anybody from destroying the world? Yeah. The Justice League is that so he armor doomed around the world. the world. He doomed himself, he doomed the League, and he would have doomed the world. The one thing he didn't want to do was doom the world. Yeah. That's always been Lex's thing. People. People need to survive. People need to be better than 
what they are now. Like, be better. That's all. You just need to be worthy. Um. So yeah, Lex warns him that he's not paid to out mock him or ask him questions. Uh, he warns though that the situation is far worse than anyone knows. Suddenly, an explosion sends both men flying as a man who calls himself Bullet explains that he's come to claim the price that has been placed on Lex's head. Realizing that they won't be able to safely get Icarus back to Lex Luthor's lab, Superman and Wonder Woman hold him down while Batman takes a sample himself. Unfortunately, Icarus hits him with a blast of heat vision that causes him to drop the sample and destroy it. What's worse is that his protective mask is cracked. Batman has been exposed to the virus, and as a human, that means... He will be getting abilities with likely fatal results. And this that was a hell of a, a page turner too. Oh, that was that was great. Where all of a sudden I've it's like, infected. yep, he's just like I've been infected. You see like the purple blood coming out of his mouth. He has like the, the bat, the, the bat who laughs type smile going on. They crack the. Uh, and then this is where you find out that the 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 metahuman virus is psychological. Yeah. Because he's blind. He's a, he's like theoretically I'm blind, but I can see everything. Yes. So that little canary cry was a sonar cry. Which is crazy. Yeah, we find out he's been infected. And so in entering stage two of the infection, he gets those metahuman powers that we were talking about. Um, he uses those powers to bring down patient zero, but then he begins to collapse. Superman catches him and he admits that his power appears to be an amplified form of echolocation, like that of a bat. Which also uh, you know, creates this logic of a link between what you want or what's in your mind and what powers you receive. Well, Batman Forever, when... Uh, like when, when um the Riddler had the whole Enigma box thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see inside of Bruce Wayne's head, it's just a bat, a bat all the solo. Time. It's a bat screensaver. <laughs> Basically, it looked like a bat nine Windows ninety eight screensaver. This is hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's bats on the brain. What um, kind of man has bats on the brain? As his condition deteriorates, Batman warns that Luther cannot be trusted. The virus is filling his mind with a voice, worriedly. Wonder Woman and Superman take Batman and Patient Zero back to Luther in hopes that he can develop a cure and save Bruce. When they first showed Patient Zero, I thought he was Solomon Grundy. That's what I thought too. Oh he God, looked like a Solomon weird Grundy. <laughs> that or like a, like a mix between like Solomon Grundy and like certain drawings of Doomsday. I think they put Solomon Grundy on Earth too, in the New Fifty Two. Oh, that would weird, suck. Just weird catalog catalog cataloging stuff. Well, is that like why they did that in the freaking um the Crisis? Event that we just had in December, January, where now you see specific Earths for oh, specific... Oh, that have specific things, yeah. That would actually make sense. Ugh. So crazy. Oh my god, Swamp Thing. Swamp but... Thing. <laughs> Why you gotta remind me, god damn it? Swamp Thing. No um, justice. No peace. Meanwhile, just outside of Metropolis, Luther has been attacked by an assassin called Bullet, who is surprised to find that his kill shot was deflected by a heavy layer of ice. Cold freezes bullet solid and tends to Luther. Oh no, that that right there was the coolest power Captain Cold ever showed me. The bullet he, freezer? He didn't no, he freezed the air. Yeah. He freezed the air. He slowed down all the particles. And in then the he's air. like, and you know, it's uh just a little toy that I used to do when I played footsies with the flash. I'm like, yo, this dude is cool right now. Yeah. Why is he I don't understand how they gave him such a great personality. He's like, I'm not a bad guy, I'm just a higher oh, head super, of security. He's super cool. Um, and I think in the Flashpoint universe, he's actually a cop. It's Commander Cold. Commander Cold. Yeah. So there's like a bunch of like there's a bunch of universes where he's legit. Like he's a real good guy. Um, All right. So so then I'm gonna have to start like because that was my always issue with um Legends of Tomorrow. I love the idea of Legends of Tomorrow, and everybody that on that show was just 
uh, eating them up for me. I just I did it. There was for some reason I liked that team, all of them together. But I always felt wrong about seeing Captain Cold and Heatwave. Okay. And it was just always like before picking up comics. Right. I'm using cartoons and cartoon movies to They've help fill villains. in the blanks. Yeah. So it's like, wait a minute. I've known my entire life Captain Cold and Heatwave are big rogues gallery for Flash. Why are they good guys all of a sudden? Now I see it was a reboot that decided to make them good guys. And you know what? I mean, they started off as bad guys. You know, I think they just was trying to show that there's more to them than the mustache whirling. I'm the cold guy. No, but there is more to Captain yeah. Cold now. And see... I am gonna have to read more of John's work then, because yeah. if read he's giving, whole, you know, if you're I told you, no, I told you yesterday. Whole, yeah, I want to read just read League. all this. <laughs> it's it ends at fifty two issues. You just <laughs> you just read five, so do a, do another forty seven, and we're ten, good. It's about ten volumes. It's about ten volumes of every story. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. Is I want to find them as the volumes, download them, and then put them on my reader. Because yeah. it it's it gets pretty like hard, like downloading an individual comic like sometimes i'll find a complete set but it'll oh, only I be 50 find these individually you couldn't I find could, them in- i could not not to download i could not find them individually to download um but well, see, then uh, i'm gonna have to find but them luckily complete. dc universe again has it so that's good thank you dc Yo, that is super good and we don't even mean to be covering all this dc it's just keep they give no. us they give us the <laughs> but, good stuff yeah 100 percent uh yeah so I no, I just thought like like you said, it was a cool moment. And it was also like, wow, he really has his back. Like he didn't have to, be, he didn't have to do that. Like, oops, Lex died. I tried to stop it. Oh, but no, work. what's so cool is he put a a cold uh, helmet around him yeah. to stop the bullet from being shot. Like that's he what that's what ricocheted. Yeah, that's when he was like, what the hell? Yeah, she should have killed you. That was a kill shot. And it was the the and then ice. You just that see frozen. this like big frozen like um the under the red hood mask. Yeah, like, it's so great. And then he just freezes the hell out of bullet. Um, recovering, Luther angrily marches, he was pissed, marches over to Neutron to force him to talk, and despite the fact that being removed from his forced coma would cause him severe pain. Yeah, I felt bad for Lena at this point. She didn't need to be get, to get yelled at like that. No. Because she, she's like, don't, what are you doing? He's like, he's gonna tell me what the hell. Oh, but she was, she's straight up, she's like, that's keeping him alive. If you take him out of this, you're gonna kill him. He's like, I don't care, he came in, he wanted to kill me, he, he hurt you. Just get out of here. I'm like, yo, why are you yelling at this poor girl? Yeah, I don't have enough. A... I don't have enough um, knowledge yeah. on Lena Luther, and I haven't watched much of the Supergirl show. I just know, like, like I see the actress that plays her. Yeah. So for here, for me here, this is just some regular, normal little girl that has no idea that her brother is this evil monster. They also, you know, I can't remember exactly how it happens, but they they give you the lore of like that she was sick. And that Lex was charged with helping her. And there's two versions of the story. One version of the story says that Lex refused to help her out of fear of failure. And one story says that Lex did help her and did fail. And they were both said in here. Um, yes. I don't think we get a definitive answer of that here. But post this podcast recording, I'm going to go look and find it. Because now I need to know what the hell was going on with all this. Because I don't... I don't remember the Luther. Uh, I love Lex Luther trying to be a good guy. This continues for the rest of 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 this run, and then in Rebirth, he's like a kind of sort of a superhero. In the beginning, he's kind of sort of like all for good. Well, they kind of gave us justice. this back in like two thousand and three with the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, yeah. that final episode where where he forms his Injustice League, yeah, or whatever. But He's literally using it, and he's literally using all of his abilities and all of his resources to help save existence from Darkseid and the Anti-Life Equation. Yeah. 
But I doesn't matter what story it is, whether he refused to help out of fear of failing or he helped and failed. What do you think is worse? Honestly, the second one. Failing? Yeah, because at least you didn't when you when you don't do something out of fear of failing, yeah. Who says that you would have failed? Right. Who there is nobody in existence that would be able to tell you if you tr- if you try this, you're gonna ha- you know you'll hate it. Yeah. Just try it and see if you hate it or like it. You know, but when you try and you fail and the stakes are this high, that would turn that would give you the trauma to turn you evil. Yeah. Cause if my sister was Superman, she would have her cells would have been able to regenerate with or no problem. If she was important to Superman, he'd go out of his way Wait, to, to, yeah. to try and save her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's beautiful. Um, he goes to try to interrogate Neutron, but at the moment he's interrupted by Superman and Wonder Woman with Batman and Patient Zero. Weekly, Neutron begs Luther not to let him die and promises to get to work. Uh, soon, though, the victims of the virus begin whispering the word us over and over again. That was my favorite part of this entire story when they started like the hive mind, the hive mind thing. Yeah. Uh, desperately, Luther tests Patient Zero's blood and realizes <gasps> he can't use it. He's just as sick as everybody else. He needs a sample of Superman's blood instead. Superman's like, nah. Like, Superman's really like, what? all this time it was patient zero, and now all of a sudden... Oh, that's when he yokes dying. him up to the wall. He's yeah. like, you know this whole time. You could have just... You know, he's like, why? Why do you need my blood? And that's when he says, I, that I infected you four years ago with it. And then Superman yokes his ass up and is like, what the hell are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, this whole about? time, we could have been. this could have been prevented, and now you're telling me? It's like, damn. Um... So we find out the real reason. He created it to leave Superman powerless. It hadn't worked, so he just shelved it. Somehow Superman's body fought it off, so it means he has the antibodies in his in his body. Uh, he's the cure, the key to curing the virus. I, why do you think Lex didn't come up with this initially? You think he was just going to keep it at patient zero? If patient zero would have worked, he would have just kept everything quiet? Well, all right, straight up, I think this because he has no idea what the hell was going on with this virus. Remember, this was, a, this was a failed virus. He injected it with Superman. Superman shook it off like it was the common cold and kept going about his day, so he shelved it. Yeah. He didn't continue to work on it. This is my my assumption. He didn't continue to work on this. He didn't continue to tweak and poke and let me just add an extra Y chromosome here and a number here and a dot there. He didn't do any of that. He literally put it in a cold storage unit. Yeah. So any effects that was happening after, he can't predict. Out of sight, out of mind. He couldn't be able to predict. And then when he realized that... What it was is, it, it wasn't that he needed Superman's blood this entire time. Yes, he knew the whole time that he did infect Superman and that he did cure. But he also had to believe first, as a man of science, it has to have been a patient zero. Yeah. Because it's also like every zombie movie we've ever seen. You kill the, the, the first zombie that gets bitten, the everybody else either turns back to normal or the whole hive dies. Stuff like that. Yeah, they usually try to find the first one so they could do some sort of they testing. They always try and find the first person that gets infected. Always. So yeah, he didn't know. Once he once he saw that like that uh, patient zero's blood didn't work, he probably went like, "Oh wait a minute, I guess. I could have used all yeah. right." Now this is a little bit embarrassing, Mister Clark, but uh, I'm gonna need your blood. <laughs> uh, Superman gets really pissed off, but Lex insists that he has no intention of letting the virus get out like this. He just meant to have it work against Kryptonians exclusively. <laughs> I don't hate you; I just hate your people. You know. Superman, like a common racist. Superman doesn't believe him, but Wonder Woman reminds uh, him that they don't have a choice right now. They have to accept Lex's help. And Lex promises to help in exchange for immunity, which I found kind of funny. It was like, 
come on. Like, he he realized that when the dust settled that at the end of all this. He's were, gonna get in trouble. They were right back where it was before he joined the Justice League, you know? It was back to Lex being the evil maniacal person that let this super virus come out. And he even says, like, I don't want you putting up it. I don't want you finding any sort of charges to put against me when this thing is over. Like, and even when when Batman goes through with the Bizarro stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, the Bizarro thing, completely legal. Government, let, let, let oh, me Oh, yeah, he's it. like, yeah, I know. The government funded it, so, like, you know, technically... He's like, no one's here to arrest you, Lex. <laughs> yeah. like, but Lex is always above, you know, he's always but that's But that's what's so beautiful about Lex is, like, when I get to see a Lex Luthor that actually wants to, like, not be evil. Yeah, he's an asshole. Of yeah. course, yeah. he he will still have those little relapses of of lying and doing shady dealings. Right. But when I see a Lex that legit wants to be like, I want to, I just want you guys to look at me like I'm a pal, like I'm fine. Yeah, it's it kind of weird, but it's 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 entertaining. It's exactly. Entertaining. But then he just still has these little like slip ups. Like, listen, y'all, that that this is perfectly legal. Just I'm doing yeah, everything yeah, good. Don't yeah, worry about me. Yeah. Like. But again, that's the same kind of thing he would say if he was evil anyway. So oh, it yeah. It doesn't comfort but anyone. This, but this time, it's just, it, it, it feel, it's like he's trying to comfort himself. Honestly, like, he's trying yeah, to make himself yeah. feel better by I saying it out loud. This was a perfectly legal cloning operation. I didn't do any shady dealings, I promise. <laughs> like a little kid like with his homework. Yeah. Like, Jesus. So they, they try to come up with a deal for immunity, but boom! They're blasted through the wall by Batman's metahuman ability. And when he begins to speak... His voice is not his own. Lex admits that he's been afraid that something like this is going to happen. The infected Justice Leaguers rise from their beds and speak in one voice, warning that the humans are wrong to think they are the dominant species. And now we have a big old kind of zombie Justice League. Standing up, about to tackle. This is the last issue of the comic. That's how the, the previous issue, the penultimate issue ends, with you seeing a zombified-esque Justice League. And then it opens back up. All those who were affected with the Amazo virus have moved into a uh, unknown stage of infection wherein they develop a hive mind and they want to destroy all uninfected. They seem right like they were very mad at those who weren't infected like Superman and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Like, what they, the they, they call them the you immune. Yeah. You are the immune. You must die. Be a part of us. One of us. One of us. Lex Luthor admits to Superman that when he developed the virus, the mice he tested it on had acted in coordination before dying. He literally says that those exact words. He goes, I think uh, I should have realized something when those rats uh, acted in coordination before dying. I'm like, what did they do? Did they do like a dance and then they all died? Did they all stand on each other's heads? What? I wonder what weird hive mind rat thing happened before uh, all his lab mice were destroyed. Uh, mice. Where were mice at? Yeah. But turns out... The virus is sentient. Despite Superman's annoyance and suspicion, Wonder Woman insists that he can work with Lex, knowing that the only hope of curing or developing a cure is using a sample of Superman's blood. Uh, Superman's like, oh, no, I, I like that Superman's like, just come on, bring out the kryptonite. You oh, know like, you yeah, got like, it. Yeah, he's like, can you bring out the kryptonite? He's like, I'm he's sorry, like, man, fresh, fresh out. out. He's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Totally out. Like, any other day, would have had you. I don't got it today. Um, so Superman uses his heat vision to cut through his tough skin I don't know if this is possible. I guess it is possible, though. I don't know of any other instances of Superman using his heat vision to hurt himself. But, I mean... I mean, they're telling me his physiology right here, right? So, Yeah, I guess. Uh, and Jeff Johns is pretty big up there in, like, the high seating. He would right? know. Yeah, so. he would know. Everyone who was infected is under control of the virus, which means they have more to worry about than the rest of the Justice League. Wonder Woman, meanwhile, 
is struggling to hold her own against the Justice Leaguers when she receives unexpected help from Captain Cold, again, my man, and Steve Trevor's Argus team. Cold notes that the virus is making the heroes clumsier than usual, which is to their advantage. Watching Captain Cold in action, Wonder Woman realizes that despite having copied everyone's powers, Patient Zero has not been copying the cold of the cold gun. Then they suppose that maybe Superman's freeze breath might be an ability that he also can't copy. Hearing this, Superman abandons Lex and freezes Patient Zero in place, preventing his control over the infected and freeing Lex to distribute the vaccine. I also like that when he flew away, Lex was like, where, where are you going? He's like, shut up. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even going to flew away. I just in. love how it's like, it's like, you, it was the, in the panel, you see the voiceover, Superman. He's like, I hear you, Diana. And then, bam, he just flies out. But I also love Captain Cold here. He's like, see, that's how I know this really isn't Flash. Flash wouldn't have done something like this. How am I getting him? Like, oh, He's like, I would never have been able to shoot catch, Flash catch yeah. uh, point blank in the face like that with a, with a cold gun. That's how I know this ain't the Flash. So I was like, yo, this is this is fun read. This yeah. is really fun read. I really, I liked, I really liked, um, did we go over here? No. I, um, the, I like that Wonder Woman is able to see Captain Cold do good. Yeah, that was the panel I was talking about where, like, he's he's making a remark about, like, hey, this hero stuff is easy. Maybe I should be a hero all the time. And you see, like, in the side, Diana has, like, a smile on her face. I'm like, yeah. damn, this. why is everybody having fun right now? Like, Even though it's, yeah. It, this this isn't the time for people to be having fun. But, yo, everybody was just having fun with each other. Um, Working together, the Recovered League distribute the vaccine to the rest of the world, ensuring that it will be under control within a day. As However, most vaccines and movies and TV are. Like, every time you get that cure, it's always back to normal in 24 hours. That's it. But you know how real that is? Be- besides their economic like their economic system right now, China is basically back to normal from their vaccinations. Yeah, people are about to go back to work. People are about to go back to work in China. Like, And that's where it started. Yeah. That's where... If it started there, Silver and they're already people. back to normal, it's like, all right, I it's, guess art imitates life, life imitates art. It's all the same thing. It's definitely a silver lining. Uh, yeah, so they, working together, the, the the league try to keep everything up in control. Um, but yeah, 3% of those infected have retained their powers. This means that there could be dozens of new and untrained metahumans at large free to become new heroes or new villains. Lex admits that this was an unintended consequence. The last thing he wanted was to create more Superman. In the meantime, Dr. Armin Icarus paints Zero is dead. That is, the virus within him could not be killed and it is implanted in the mind that was once that of Icarus. So now he's just this big husk of a person. Everyone thinks that he's dead, but um, the president asks Lex to study Patient Zero. And now he's just basically all Amazo, right? Yeah, I like, like, Superman, oh, yeah, I like how Superman... I like how when Lex was like, you know, uh, Doc and Dr. Icarus is dead, his wife and children will be compensated. Superman's oh, like, yeah. but he's not dead. Yeah. Like, how can you just... They're just, standing in front of his cell when he's saying that. And he, But so I think... I, I don't remember word for word, but Superman basically was not giving up on Dr. Icarus. Yeah. He was not giving up on a way to bring him back. He's like, he's not dead. He's right there. And that's when Amazo was like, nope. He's I dead. Am he's like, all will be infected. All will be free. Yeah. I am Amazo and all that. Yeah. Worlds will live, worlds will die. Yo, I love that. But I love that shot of him. Where he just stands, little tower. Yep. <laughs> he has like one bang. It reminds me of the Amazo that was in um, Batman Under the Red Hood. Ah, yes. I forgot Amazo was in that. And then they stabbed him For like him a the second. Ears. Yeah, they stabbed him in the ears. In the ears of the Batarang. Elsewhere, Steve Trevor looks in on uh, Neutron, who is still ravaged by the cancers he's developed while his powers uh, were disabled by the virus. 
Steve promises that the doctors intend to do their best, but his prospects are not good. Grimly, Neutron responds that he wants to make a deal with Lex. If Lex is, it will do something for him, before he dies, he will reveal who hired him to assassinate him. Meanwhile, The Flash has made friends with the tormented Jessica Cruz, victim of the Ring of Voltoon. She explains that with all that's happened to her, she wants to learn how she can stay in control of herself and her fear. Flash reveals that he called someone to help her do exactly that, how to use her willpower to the best advantage. Grinning, Green Lantern returns to Earth, eager to surprise Batman with his presence. And that's when I said, I need to finish Justice League. I need to know who hired these guys to kill Lex. My man, Hal Jordan is back. One of my um, favorite fucking characters ever. If I'm not mistaken, that is Jeff John's favorite character. He's Uh, my favorite DC character He was not the Green Lantern when Jeff got on and Jeff put him back in and made him the Green Lantern again. At the time, he was the Spectre, actually. Oh, that whole like. Uh, oh no, the, the actual he was. What, he was, he was the specter. Hal Jordan was the specter. Yeah. He died. I think and... he was dead. If That's... not, he was paying for his sins that he committed as Parallax. Jeff Johns is also the person that creates the entire emotional spectrum: yellow, red, blue. He, he created that he whole emotional gave, spectrum. He gave Green Lantern a lore, a bigger lore, so that that they can, you know, he. That's how much he digs. Oh, this man's gonna become my fi- my new favorite guy. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I want to read all of his stuff because if this is what I'm getting. From his, from his writing, I don't care how. What the, I know Yogi said he had a pretty awesome run on, on Teen Titans as well. He did. In, um, he mentioned that he had a Rebo. Jeff Johns had a good Teen Titans run. Johns's Teen Titans, as we call it. Johns. Um, but yeah, no, I thought this was pretty digestible. One hundred percent. Um, was there anything that you lost on when you first watched? I mean, how did how are you digging that whole Captain Cold, Lex Luthor stuff? I feel like everything was put in context the way it needed to be. Yeah. Like anything that I feel like I would have been lost on. I've already previously read. Thank God for these two and a half years of, of oh, major yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. You do have so, a background. So now yeah. I'm starting to, especially since we covered DC like yes. Mad Men. Yes. So like I actually ha- can able to have certain backgrounds. Like Amazo, knowing Amazo from the cartoons and the cartoon movies, I had a background on that. Knowing Le- uh, Captain Cold and uh, that now because of the TV shows, he's he plays good guys sometimes. Yeah. I had that. Already context. It wasn't. Oh, it no. wasn't a crazy idea to see. Yeah, because you no, have a background. Nothing, of... nothing here was like, damn. If only I read something else. If only I read something else. I mean, even you don't know who Bullet is, so I don't even feel bad about not no, knowing who Bullet is. I don't know who Bullet is. I don't think I know who Neutron is, but I think I've heard his name before. He seems like one of those D level villains that they use for this, the same way they used um, Nuke, I think, in Civil War. Remember, he just blew up. Oh yeah, or whatever. It's like this weird random hitmen that try to attack people. Um, Lex's road to redemption is one of the best parts of recent comics, to be honest. Um, I would recommend reading the Justice League. Uh, and if you want to read, like, just Lex stuff, not just Lex stuff, but primarily Lex stuff, action comics, starting from the Rebirth era. Uh, it's only going to be about 20 or so issues before they screw that whole thing up, too. But, um, it, when it was good, it was really You know what? I bet, I bet Lex had a much more believable, uh reform than Osborne running the she- running shield as Iron Man. Like oh, I couldn't um, even believe any of that. You mean uh Iron Patriot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osborne, yeah. Like, I don't know why you said Osborne and I thought Octavius for some reason. They're both Oz's. Oz's. Ozzy Ozzy. Um We're in trying times, Dan. We're in we're trying in times. times. We're in sad times. People don't know what to do. People don't know which way is left or right. But the thing is, we are going to be here. The Major Issues Podcast is going to be here. Comic Book Click is going to be here. We're not going anywhere. We're here for you guys, and we'll be 
putting our nose to the grindstone and coming up with all kinds of cool new content for you guys to feast your eyes and earballs on. Because we're here with you guys. Like uh, like I said again, you know I'm I'm a I'm a veteran of a foreign war. I've survived um, the hurricane that took a lot of stuff for me. Um, I know what it's like to not know what's next for tomorrow. And to tell you the truth, comics was my center in a lot of those moments. So allow us to allow it to be the center of all of ours. We are the clique. We are together in this. So don't worry. Tomorrow's going to come. And when it does, we will all be better for it. Um, just in the interim, while we are slumming through this, no, you guys aren't alone. The Major Issues Podcast is right here. And unfortunately, this might be the final person-to-person Major Issues Podcast episode um, done as we observe all the safety precautions. Uh, all the social stop. distancing and all that. Yeah, I'm even too. hearing now that the trains by by where I live are going to be shut down soon. So if that's the case, even if I wanted to, I couldn't even get out here. I'm still working every day, and I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to find out the very last minute when things are all shut down. Uh, but besides working my regular job, I'm going to be working hard to make sure that there's constant content up for the major issues podcast for comicbookclick.com, etc. The awesome part about it is while I'm th- doing all that kind of stuff, there's already a ton there. Go to comicbookclick.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything comic book click major issues. Um, the, our store over there at T Public. So you can go right now. And there will be 117, not counting this episode, episodes up. That's over 200 hours of content talking about two and a half years. Everything we've covered, almost every comic book movie to come out since we started the podcast in 2017. We've covered animated shows, well, like in seasons. theaters, like then and there. Yeah, yeah. The only ones that the only one we missed, that we missed so far was Bloodshot, and it wasn't even our fault. Yeah, because we've we've. Well, co- and the thing is, we will get it. Oh, we'll get there. You know, yeah, um, we didn't cover. Spider Verse when it came out, we covered Spider Verse a month later. You know, we'll get it. We'll we'll. It's get all about to... the schedule. That's the problem with us sometimes. It's yeah, like we we'll... want to do it when it's topical, but we have a schedule in place. One hundred percent. But we'll we'll definitely get to it. And there's a bunch of stuff we want to get to. Now that a lot of the movies are being postponed, it's going to open our eyes and uh, open up the schedule for some new creative uh, episode topics and um, concepts. So I'm excited for that. I, I I'm not I'm not dreading anything. You I know you guys are all. Or link away, just like we are. So go to comicbookclick.com. Look at all those episodes, those prior episodes where we talk about CW shows, where we talk about the Marvel Netflix, uh, where we talk about Marvel movies, DC movies, uh, Image movies, where we talk about Hellboy for a while, where I say that Man of Steel is a horrible movie. Oh all my these. God. That's episode 50, you're never going to forget. <laughs> this so man just doesn't stop. Go and look at our entire log of comic book uh, click major issues episodes. And tell me what you like, what you don't. You can still comment on every single episode on the website. So comicbookclick.com slash major issues. All the links for our website will be in our show notes. Um, but thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for joining us at such an uneasy uh, time. Let's say uneven. Uneasy time in, in the world. But listen, bad times go. Bad times come and go. Major Issues Podcast is here to stay. I've been to the future. And even with the lower population. We <laughs> that's a bit of a spoiler alert. Why are you doing we, that to them? I uh, know I'm getting crazy. We, I didn't say maybe they're on another planet. Up, oh, I've said too much. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is thank you for supporting now. Thank, thank you, you so for supporting much. before. 
And please be ready to support in the future because we are not going anywhere. But if you'd like to do us a favor, rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't like about what we do here as part of the Major Issues Podcast. Maybe you think I should put on a funny little accent. Or maybe you thought that accent was terrible and I should just keep talking the way I do. Those <laughs> options are available for you there, the listener. We've done everything we can to try to give you guys an engaging and an entertaining podcast that covers all things comic books and comic book media. And I hope that you guys are liking it. Um, you can follow us at facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the latest, greatest, newest and hottest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're at Major Issues CBC on the Twitter machine, at comic book click at gmail.com. All of those links will also be in the show notes, including a, a, a one-of-a-kind description of this episode that's written by me, and there's also 117 more of those. So go ahead and indulge yourself. Wrap yourself up with the security blanket that is comic book click. Put the major issues mask over your face and realize that you are safe. Realize that you are not infected. Realize that you're a member of the click. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. I am Dan, the comic book man. And this has been our Mazovirus quarantine coverage and review. And remember, whether or not you are experiencing flu-like symptoms, whether the president's going to give you two separate checks to try to get your economy up and running, whether you think that this is actually from eating bats or whether from eating bats will make you a literal Batman, remember that we are the click. Remember that you are healthy. And also remember... That you, yes, you are worthy.